and welcome to Shellfish episode 2. Yes, indeed, hello. Um, yeah, that was a bit better than last time. <laughs> yeah, just more awkward. <laughs> So this week we're talking about comfort reading. Yeah, so it's a bit belated. We had these awful things called deadlines. As I, as we said last time, don't do final year. Yeah, I also had my dad's 70th birthday party. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah, shout out. And um, I didn't. <laughs> You'd say here, but your parents came to visit, which is Yeah, my is parents nice. came so. so we're talking comfort reading. Yeah, because, to fit in with the season. And well, you know, deadlines and cold. Yeah, our lives right now. Christmas, you don't really want to be reading really anything too. Well, <laughs> most people don't want to be reading really anything depressing. No, nothing too dense. Unless you're me. like me. Well, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, hope you enjoy this week's show, and yes, hope you enjoy. Okay. So this week we're going to discuss comfort reading. Which is something that you don't necessarily do. Yeah, so Simon announced this topic and I just looked at him a bit blankly and went, eh? Comfort reading? Well, Anna doesn't reread. She doesn't well, believe I in, do in rereading. Re-read. I don't not believe in it, I just don't do it very often. Whereas I'm quite a big rereader. Um, yeah. We had know. a few areas of overlap, didn't we, on comfort yeah, reads? Like, the main things that I have reread are the Harry Potter series, and I actually have them all in audiobook. Which I have now given to Simon. So, well, I've always had them on audiobook as well. We used to listen to them. For me, it's like holidays because we used to listen to them in the car on like holidays in France, driving around. So, like, I don't know. I like. I like. It has to be the Stephen Fry version. Oh yeah, Stephen Fry version. No. Um, Is there any yeah. other version? I think the Americans have a different version. I completely got the act. I think it's male, but oh, why would you have that when you could have Stephen Fry? Well, yeah. Why that would you have an question. American version of an iconic British? Oh, I get why you'd have it. I get why you'd have an American guy reading it. It's probably more expensive, isn't it? Too important. Have your own version. Because they also know. have different CDs, don't they? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Funny. Mm, fun well, back in the days of CDs. Yeah, now it's all. It's, uh, yeah, it's recently come on Audible this month, isn't it? Harry Potter's been on Audible the past. Like, yeah, before. yeah, they have. Yeah, it's, which has been. If you are like doing one of those free Audible offer type things, yeah. go for a Harry Potter one because. Yeah, I recommend book five. Hours and hours and hours. Yeah. I see a free one, probably book five, because probably most of your money's worth. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the one I've listened to most. Like, yeah, really it's weird, to. actually, because I would say book three is personally my favourite one. Yeah. Controversial. I think, no, I think I'd agree. I think that's quite a popular choice. Yeah, but, but book three, I personally find the most comforting, and it's probably the one I've reread the most in physical format. But the one I listen to the most, like, as in listening in the background, would probably be book five, which is strange, because Harry actually really annoys me in book five. Oh God, Harry's awful in book five. And Harry's like a self-absorbed uh, 15-year-old. He's just really frustrating, but there's so much aspect of book five that I like. Like, I really like Fred and George. I love Skyving Snackboxes. And I love, kind of, like, the DA and the conflict between Dom- yeah, Umbridge like, and everything else. Quite it's the kind of it. final, final hurrah, hurrah yeah, of, yeah. of the Hogwarts 
based. Yeah, and I personally don't really like book six that much. I think it's quite unusual. Like, lots of people don't seem to like book two. I'm book six. Book six is one where I'm like, mm. book six, to be fair, is lots of like explanation. It's just and a bit, it's not, it's, and... you know, it's not, not my fave, not my fave. Well, how much time do we have to spend in the pens? But I don't really reread book seven that much because I feel that to reread book seven I have to reread book five. I think six. I've only reread book seven like twice. Yeah, I think it's my least reread one. Yeah. My most reread is definitely book three or five. I think mine might be five. five. No, I think I've listened to it. If we're counting yeah. listening to it then it's yeah. definitely five. I think I've listened to it five or six times, which is quite impressive because it's a massive like, Stephen Fry's voice is just so calming. Yeah, I used to listen to it I normally listen to it when I'm going to sleep like I'm stressed and I can't sleep but I normally put it on in the background. Hence why it says I've listened to it so many times. He does like um he does an audio book of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy as well. It does it. And his it voice is it. so perfect for it. Oh, I love Stephen Fry. Such a cutie. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely one that like we can agree on that we've. Yeah, that's re-read. this is the only part of agreement because this is where my rereading ends really. Yeah, my I think probably my main one is um the Finn family Moomin trolls from oh, yeah, Taylor yeah. Jansen. So I reread them obsessively. I just, and anything about Toby Jansen, to be honest, my favourite book ever, which I'm sure we'll end up discussing <laughs> at some point, is The Summer Book by Toby Jansen, which is an, like an adult book by Toby Jansen. Adult, I really enjoyed it when I read it. Adult in, like, as in like written for adults, not as in yeah. X-rated. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's all that exciting. It's not, no, no. But, um, it's very charming, so it's a really good reader. I do recommend it. It's really sweet. But Finn Family Women Troll as well is just adorable. I read that, but I didn't. I didn't read it. If you're feeling stressed, it's just like, like a hug. I think a lot of comfort reading, like for both of us, we like Harry Potter, but that's also so like tied up to our childhood as well. I like Finn Family Women Troll as well. Yeah, exactly. Like so, yeah. I think we kind of agreed on the Faraway Tree. By oh yeah, he was obsessed with the Faraway Tree. Having like as a child, I loved that series. And having said that, I did um. At one point in second year, I did reread the first four, four or five Famous Five books because if you type in the magical words "Famous Five PDF" into Google, you'd be able to like read them in PDF format, and it was deeply embarrassing, but in many levels, extremely funny. They like, are so politically incorrect. <laughs> they're, they're so like they weren't. They were even quite enjoyable as like a twenty-year. Like they are ridiculous, but it's quite funny seeing like the turn of phrase and like they're meant to be like twelve and thirteen, and they're really, really. They're so much older than it's just. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Look, and Ju- Julian, Julian is such Julian. A... I could do a whole episode dedicated to the famous five and my thoughts about Julian. Okay. Let us not get started. Oh God, it's just so politically incorrect. There's so much like, oh, don't play with the dirty working class children. Don't yeah. play with the dirty gypsy children. Ah, oh, Enid Blyton, what a gal. Never have I seen the adjective queer being used <laughs> so liberally in a, oh, I guess such so. a no- yeah. illiberal context. It's like, just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's um. It's if, if you haven't, charming. I if you haven't read them, I'm not sure. Like I gave them to a friend who'd never read them before, and she enjoyed it. But she was American, so I think she enjoyed them being very British. So she found them really funny, which I guess they are. I found them funny. That the they things they funny. say is ridiculous. So from a comfort read from that perspective, it was it's a very easy read. Like each book takes you about what twenty minutes to half an hour to read. Oh god! Yeah, there's also a really patronising audio book of them. Oh my god! I remember but, that I had it. Yeah, which they pain. Yeah, but it's all I on YouTube. It it's yes. all on YouTube. Oh, and it's just like 
the most patronising voice. It's the voice. And they were very, it was a very good theme tune, though, didn't they? Remember that? Yeah. It's a good theme Apparently tune. Apparently that was a TV show. And I watched, I was going to say that I watched the TV series because I if anyone not. watched Lost in Austin, Jemima Rupert was George, and she was an excellent George, if I do say so myself. Well, it's such a funny name. Georgina. Georgina. Oh. I don't understand Mummy and Daddy are going to go to Scotland this year without the children. Yeah, someone, yeah. Yeah. Spark, spark mm. in the marriage. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Worth reading. Worth yeah. rereading, even if you read it. I reckon children. there's a dissertation there. In the oh, dissertation God. title there in the making. Yeah. Go forth, English, de- de- English degree students. Go forth and. <laughs> Yeah. Go forth and criticize. To be fair, I don't think that it's Famous Five that I reread for comfort. It is just the faraway tree. Oh, I've. No, I've reread the Famous Five, as I said. But they are funny. Faraway tree is great. Faraway tree is more comforting. Famous yeah. Five is more shocking. In like, that, moon face is perfectly uh, round. A silky pop, pop biscuits. Yeah. Oh, my God. Love silky. What What's they called? The slidey slide. The slippery slip. The slippery slip. The slippery slip. Yeah. That's just. The greatest idea. Andrew and Con- Cousin Constance comes to stay. When are you telling me and Cousin Constance? No. Remind did you me. not read the full Faraway Tree series? Yes, I did, but I can't. I haven't reread it. Cousin in ages. Dick. Oh, is it Cousin Dick or is it Family Friend Constance? I think Family Friend Constance. Is she not? Is she a great? She's ridiculous. She's spoiled, and she like, you know how Enid Blyton really likes to punish naughty children. It's um, something like she yeah. goes down the slippery slip without a cushion, and she like wears the dress away, and it's really embarrassing. Oh no. And she calls everyone a beast, a beast, a terrible beast. That's quite fun though. She said you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Left quite the impression on me. But weren't you like telling me something about wasn't there a bit where they go to a land and it's a school, like Miss <gasps> Yeah, they've recently so not recently, I think in the past five or four years, okay, so relatively recently, they've actually ch- edited the famous five um the famous five and the faraway tree series so in the fam- faraway tree series they're called joe bessie and fanny fanny yeah not fanny fanny and they've changed them i still think it's joe but i think it's joe bessie and fran i think it might not even be bessie anymore it might just be lizzie because who's called bessie these days yeah no offense if you are called bessie great name but so they've changed Famous Five, but there's also this one. That's a name that's gonna have a, a like a renaissance after Mad Men, isn't it, Bessie? Well, I think Bessie, I think Bessie with S is quite pretty, but um. Oh, Bessie. Yeah, Bessie with like oh, yeah, yeah, Bessie with Mad Men. Not really read this book in the long time. <laughs> but there's this one where they climb to the top of the tree, and it's called like Dame Spanks School, and she basically just like slaps everyone. She's awful. Like they get punished, and it's like they all get like. Like soundly beaten, sent to bed, and get given bread and water. Very nineteen fifties. Very like extre- like really really nineteen fifties and like yeah. But they recently changed it. Like it's no longer. I think she's like Dame Slap, and she doesn't hit them. She like somehow tells them off or something like that. Well, so I guess obviously I don't you know I condone corporal punishment. Times have moved on, but, but they've, they've also edited the famous five. Like it's no longer. They don't say queer anymore. They, don't they say, say queer, odd, and it's no longer. Julian Allen Dick. I think there's. I think it's no longer. I think they've changed all the names because when I was getting, I bought one of the first books for my American friend, and I actually found it quite hard in the bookshop to find a version which hadn't been edited. So, which I guess I'm not sure I necessarily. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not necessarily sure if I. I understand why they're editing them. But at the same time, I kind of found part of their charm is the fact that they are so old-fashioned. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily. 
What's so wrong with Aunt I mean Aunt Fanny, I can see why maybe it's dated, but it's not that bad. No, and there are people called Fanny. Like we yeah, both exactly. taught in France and we had so many students called Fanny. Fanny? Oh God. bless them. If like if I didn't know the names of the students, I would just like Fanny. Try like Pierre, Fanny, Fanny, Antoine, Thibault. <laughs> Marie. Uh fond memories. Yeah, fond. Well, fond. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> But Satan Advising's a good one. I realise that I also read um, the Sookie Stackhouse, like the True Blood I novels. reread some of them as well. The first the first seven are good. I haven't actually read the last one, and it's one that I'm keeping to get out of the library. But yeah. I know what happens, so... Um, yeah, no, it's, I, I think it's, it's a book four. Book four is the best one. Is book the four one. with Eric, Defo. Shower scene with Eric. Uh, book four is the best one. Yeah. But they're very comforting reads as well. Yeah, and Suki is quite likable. I think I read them. I think I reread them when I was doing my A levels, oh. and I like that was my A levels. Oh, oh yeah, I reread them in A levels. Yeah, well. yeah. yeah. And I, was, I think I read them for the first because I read the first one when I was thirteen and did not find it that good. Oh, did not pick up on a lot of things in that book. No, well, we were just discussing how how you read uh, yeah. Half of the Yellow Sun when you were twelve. Yeah, we read half. I read Half of the Yellow Sun at twelve, and it left quite an impression on me. Like I thought it was really good. So I'm rereading it at the moment, and it's maybe not age appropriate for a twelve. No, year old. but I remember quite a lot of it, and I think on reflection, there's a lot that I didn't pick up on. Yeah. But I'm quite impressed. My parents didn't, because then my both my I read it on a summer holiday, and both my parents read it a couple of weeks after me. But I don't remember them. I think my dad did a comment. My mum was like, ooh, I'm not sure I should have let you read this after all. But meh, it was too late at that point. It was too late. I had read the book and um, I knew all about it. <coughs> warped for life, warped for life. But it is definitely really good. Uh, it's not a comfort read by any means, but... No, no, no. That's just to illustrate the yeah. inappropriateness of Anna's reading. But <laughs> Started all the heavy books at a very young age. So yeah, no, I definitely think stuff like True Blood is just a bit like light, but kind of yeah. comforting. Like it's nice. Yeah, you know what's yeah. gonna happen? There's gonna be a sexy vampire. It's all a bit ridiculous and fast school, but it's nice. Yeah, you don't have to take it seriously. Yeah, exactly. But don't actually consciously comfort. I'm not sure. Is comfort reading something you do consciously? Um, I think I do. Okay. Like if I'm feeling like. I don't consciously think, right, I'm going to comfort read, but, like, I'm feeling yeah. in the mood where I want yeah, I guess comfort, so. yeah. or I suppose that's the best word for it, yeah, and then yeah, I, I reach out for a particular book or a particular Because I read um, the second Bridget, jo- Bridget Jones' The Age of Reason. I hadn't read the book, read seen the film, and I read that a couple of weeks ago. Great, love the book. Love, amazing series. Highly recommend. Do not dare say it's chick lit. It's definitely higher than it that. Transcends. It transcends the genre. <laughs> it's on its, you know, I will fight, I will, you know, I will defend those series to the death. They're also really funny. Yeah, no, I reread them. It was when I was getting the Eurostar back oh, to England last, for Christmas. Year. This time last year, yeah. Aww. And I was not, necess- I was so happy to be going home. They are very quintessentially British, I think. Yeah. I think the first one especially, um, I actually didn't find the first one as funny as the other two, but the first one's very much 90s. Like, there's lots of references to, what's it, 417? Like, where she dials to see if anyone's called her, her phone. Oh, yeah, the answer phone. Yeah, the answer phone, things like that. So I'm not sure if I really enjoyed the film, so I read the book. I'm not sure 
if you hadn't read it, how much you'd pick up on, like... Yeah, it's all a bit 90s. The first one, but especially That's part 90s. of its joy. But, but that was, really that's good. the third one. That was... The third one is so good. Like, it was hysterical. Yeah. I relate to Bridget far too much. <laughs> I can see. I can see the similarities, to be fair. <laughs> oh, what a gal. She's great. Yeah. I mean, I often reach out for, like, The Hobbit when I'm... Yeah, you have to reread... Yeah, you reread that. It's like... I don't know. There was a phase where I read Lord, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings every summer for about four summers in a row. It's quite impressive. Yeah. Like I just, well, we Lord of the Rings is a dense read. We used to go down to the cottage in Devon where there is no Wi-Fi and no mobile phone signal. That's what France is like for children. Remember yeah, that. Don't go to Alsace. <laughs> yeah, don't go to Alsace. Yeah. Or do. But <laughs> or do, but within a dongle. <laughs> yeah. Or and patience. Yeah. And, or a, just, and a whole Kindle bookload of books. Maybe for like a nice kind of get away from it all type retreat. Yes. That could be quite a good... We could market that maybe. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, um, yeah, you... but in Devon, there's nothing. So I would just reread Lord of the Rings and The I Hobbit. I think that's quite... I think you get like... An, like I, I applaud you. For rereading Lord of the Rings because I well really I don't I don't necessarily feel like my knowledge of Lord of the Rings has improved but that's all right that's why we're friends because if you were too geeky I would have vetoed your <laughs> I mean that's true no um my dad read Lord of the Rings to me so my dad has read Lord of the Rings himself then read them to me like aloud and then read them to my brother so the poor man has just you think my dad would know more about Lord of the Rings than he really does. I mean, I suppose and then me that and it's Jeff- a form of comfort reading, isn't it? Like, when you're ill, yeah, like, your dad reads aloud to you. Yes, and my dad read to me until I was 14, which is quite old. And then he, I suppose it's very old, actually. I'm not sure it's embarrassing, but yes, fun fact. embarrassing, it's cute. And then he read to my brother until he was 16. And when I... Um, I think that's definitely a form of comfort reading. And then when I um, asked him about this, like, you didn't read to me until I was 16, he went, yeah, but you read more other stuff. So, you know... Your brother's never going to read those books unless I read them to him. So clearly my dad saw it as more of a call of duty. <laughs> but no, when um, I was sick, like, um, in September time last year, and um, my dad read me Mansfield Park, which was very cute of him, but um, he kept, he wasn't much cop at it because he kept laughing too much at it, so it wasn't really the most effective reading technique because he would read a page, then chuckle to himself, and then make me read the page to myself to understand why he was chuckling. I think that we have definitely found mm. a form of yeah. reading that you engage that, in. Yeah. yeah. So I like to make Dad read things to me, but I don't do it very often. It's quite cute. Yeah, it's good. It's quite cute. Yeah. But I mean, lots of people reread kind of Jane Austen's, for, yeah. like all of the kind of classics, like the yeah. romances. I actually would really like to reread Jane Austen next year. Like, she only, she's very, I think she's very rereadable because she only wrote six books. Yeah, it's true. It's, uh, not, it's that, not like Dickens. No, it's, it's not. not like, yeah, not like Dickens at all. Having said that, I think I've She's read... She's far more sparing with her adjectives. <laughs> I like... think I've read A Christmas Carol three times, which is quite impressive for me. Yeah, I've never really read a Christmassy book. Oh, we do Christmassy books. I, I like A Christmas Carol, but it's quite, it is quite sad. I've got a really nice copy, which is my granddad's, and it's got, like, illustrated, like, plates. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So it's really, it's a really nice copy. But I quite like Dickens. Yeah, I'm not. You're not a fan. So. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure that at some point in my life I will reread Dickens. I will make you. I will make you re- read a Dickens. And I will like discover the joy of. But it's just. I want to read. It's a bit too Victorian. Like, I want to read written. the Old Curiosity Shop, and in that book there is a character called Dick Swiveller. Dick Swiveller. You're going to have to read it with me. 
We've we've discussed quite a lot of characters named Dick. This indeed is a theme. No. Definite theme. Oh, what a spotted Dick, wasn't it? <laughs> oh God, I mean that's one of like the the best things about rereading Enid Blyton is just yeah. reading the sentences in a more adult context. And <laughs> I think as well with rereading, particularly a series like Harry Potter. You pick up on things as well, don't you? Like, when you reread them, you appreciate how much of it is interconnected. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, reference, it's true. like references and, like, in book five, when they're going through, um, when they're going through the cabinet and they have the locket and no one, no one can oh, open yeah, it. Oh, yeah, and it's so and, interconnected. And you're there, like, oh, that yeah. is, you need that, don't chuck it away. No, exactly. no, 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 no. Oh, oh, my God. Like, I reread series all the time when I was a teenager, so they're kind of, big fantasy like young adult kind of fantasy series from when we were teenagers so lots of garth nicks and stuff yeah. like that reread so much like the whole like abortion lyriel I've, I've read them about 10 times my god it's amazing like i was a very very nerdy child but that's quite impressive i think the most impressive is that you re- have reread lord of the rings so many times because that is a dense like there is so much oof. I mean, like, to be fair, I skip the funny poems. Oh, a, I was say the funny poems. There's also that which makes me an awful reader. But there's also like this random backstory with Hablas on the Khabar, and you just think, oh, no, God, no, I've never read the appendix. Oh, good, good. I got the appendix and thought I will read the appendix, and then I just rewatched the films instead. That is a far better use of time. Which... Aragon is wait. <sighs> Aragon, yeah. I was thinking of the spy in Harry Potter. My mum agrees. It's a constant trip up, you know. He's only attractive in that film, alas. No, it's true. I've since Googled him extensively. He's only attractive in that film. He's become very old very quickly. It's a shame. Yeah. Also, fun fact, this is going to sound incredibly mean of me, um, Arwen is beautiful in that film, but not so beautiful in anything else after that. No, yeah, I'm sure she's like... She's just a bit meh, but in the film I'm like... I think it's the hair and the dress and the ears. I think it's just being an elf. Yes, that too. Yeah. No. Wasn't Viggo Mortensen in that film where he was playing a like a, a psychotherapist? Yes. Thing? Was he Freud? I don't know. Yes, maybe that sounds familiar. I haven't seen it. I saw the trailer though. That does yeah. sound familiar. But I feel like he was he became slightly more attractive in that one, <laughs> but in a kind of Freudian way. <laughs> In a quite literal sense. Yes, maybe that is him. Yes, that does sound familiar. I think it is him. Oh, I don't know. But I think that actually films lend themselves to comfort yeah, viewing definitely. much more than books lend themselves to comfort that, reading. I haven't rewatched the Harry Potter films. No, they what? No, like never. I've rewatched like, individual films more than once, but on the grand scheme of things, I wouldn't. Weren't you at my house for a Harry Potter marathon? No. What did we marathon? Twilight. Oh, which gosh. isn't comforting, it's quite stressful actually. No, that's quite a good I got quite I got quite cross in the fourth film. Oh god. There's only so much, you know, outright misogyny I can tolerate. Right? Well yeah. <laughs> that series. But stuff like again, Bridget Jones. Bridget yeah, Jones Bridget, in film form, Bridget, Bridget Jones Bridget, in yeah, book form. Bridget Jones in book film form with that. I, I still find Bridget Jones funny. And I know and I know what's happening. I know exactly what's gonna happen. Like the bit where <laughs> They're on the boat, and like Hugh Grant is like reading quoting poetry to her, and Colin Firth and a horrible woman Nat- Natasha. Yes. Oh and they're God. doing their law case, and like Richard Jones and then Hugh Grant falls into the river. Oh, hysterical! It's, it's, it's amazing. Oh. We're gonna have to rewatch that film this week. I also want to rewatch Love Actually. 
which, pe- which like divides a, people. Then we can have like a little yeah, British rom com yeah. evening. Oh, Christmas, it is the season. It is the season. I actually would say that I comfort watch television programs more than I comfort read. So what TV, what TV shows do you comfort? I'd comfort watch Ugly Betty, like yeah, hands com- down. Yeah. Okay, I comfort watch Ugly comfort Betty. Watch Ugly Betty. I comfort watch Doctor Who, David Tennant series. Oh yeah, I can there's the one with the idiots lantern where they go back to the 1950s. Yeah. Yes, when he was young and attractive. Yes. I've also come to watch Miss Fisher like older episodes. I love the France version. That France version episode is amazing. Yes, like okay, yeah. If I you you that. have to watch Miss Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, like so I made Simon watch it and he doesn't really <sighs> like period drama. I binge watched watched it in my evenings when I was working really long hours in yeah. Germany. And I have actually finished it, and I haven't. No, I'm saving the last few episodes. I really, am I? I keep thinking to myself, you know, I should really watch the last two. But then, what will I have to look forward to in life? Well, yeah, it's true. But I think I know what happens at the end. I think my main comfort one is just Ugly Betty. Yeah, I watch. I watch Ugly Betty quite a lot, actually. I have all of the DVDs. Yeah, so do I. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, and I'm fab. Yes, Abfab yeah. is great. And I have think we discussed this earlier. I do rewatch my personal favorite house episodes, like which is a bit random, I guess. But I Hugh Laurie is very attractive in that series. Like not all of them, but season three is very attractive. It's very true. So this is the just, this is the secret. I is, don't reread. So I this re-watch. has turned into comfort, the, the, comfort general entertainment <laughs> media. I'm trying to think what else I comfort read. I'm currently reading um, a book called The Paris Wife, which is about um, Ernest Hemingway's wife number one. He had four wives. What a, what a man. Oh, God, I know. Um, well, so, I, I recently okay. re- like read The Old Man and the Sea. Oh, I really like that. And I really enjoyed it. I actually love Ernest Hemingway. But he's describing, like, there's a quote which describes... Maybe, but maybe his, as an author and not as a yeah, person. Yeah, as an author. But I think there's something that describes his writing style as he left it to the bare minimum, which I kind of think... It's very you. It's very me. We were once... Speaking of Fab, that episode where there's the woman who needs to live in a white box... Yeah, it's very calming, I think, about yeah, day. It's quite Anna. Yeah. I like to clean. The white box. Tidy, tidy, tidy. Yeah. But what else... I mean, you were more talking about comfort reading as kind of reading something... De- deliberately reading something a bit like... Yeah. Yeah, I would... Because as you yeah, don't reread, I would say I'd say I would reread something lighter. Because sometimes I don't know if you have a complicated plot. I particularly find if it's a probably a book longer than three hundred pages, which has lots of like interlocking characters, like perspectives. That is quite you have to really con- not really concentrate, but you do have to be reading that quite regularly to keep up with everything that's happened. Yeah. So it is it was actually really a lighter read where it's just quite simple. It doesn't really matter if you don't remember who exactly. Bob is. Something quite light. Whereas if you're reading like a Dickens book, you have to know who Bob is because if not... And he'll probably have a fabulous sound. Yeah, yeah the twist doesn't work. Yeah. So I suppose lighter reading is quite... Yeah, it's lighter, I do lighter reading. You could kind of argue that reading in itself is comforting. <gasps> oh no, I reread a book this year. I reread To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay, yeah. Okay. I reread it in May. And I was surprised rereading it because I haven't reread it since I was about eleven or twelve. How much more the focus is on Atticus, which is really not how I remember it at all. I remember it being far more about growing up and about Scout getting up to mischief, but I was surprised how much of it is about. It's amazing how much of a book you kind of identify yourself in, or kind yeah, of draw like, the aspects from that are relevant to you. Like it's really strange though because Atticus features so heavily in it. Yeah, I like obviously I know Atticus is 
I'm not like I, I know that Atticus is a pivotal character, but I hadn't quite realised be reading it how much of like how he's the main character really. Like Scout is quite almost subsidiary to Atticus. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean that's definitely. A but I actually need to reread it again because I want to read Ghost at a Watchman, which yeah, well. With, I, we both feel ambivalent. I have it, so about, I'll read it. But I'm not too upset. I, I will read it, but I'm, it's a first draft. Like I don't think it's worth getting upset by it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you could argue that reading in itself is quite comforting. To be honest, yeah. whatever you're reading. Yeah, exactly. Like especially now, when even if you're watching TV, you're yeah. also scrolling through Instagram, checking your WhatsApp messages, having a little scroll through Facebook to see yeah. what's happened while watching TV, potentially while also eating at the same time. <laughs> like, it's nice sometimes to just, like, sneak off to your room, put yeah. some, well, for me, put some music on and read a book. I don't actually... I normally turn my phone... put my phone away when I'm reading because I don't like... Yeah, I put my phone away when I'm, being, when I'm reading. I can't... Depending on what I'm watching, I can't phone and watch at the same time. Mm. Particularly with subtitles. Yeah, we're watching the bridge at the moment, and I can't, I can't. I need to read those words. I need to read those words. There's so much tension. So much tension. We're also becoming very, very, very good at bad Danish. <laughs> we're naturals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think yeah, definitely reading in itself is something comforting. Like it's yeah, definitely. Like on Friday, so term ended on Friday. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise. Couldn't praise come be. soon enough. Praise be. And I went home for the weekend because of Dad's birthday. And the first thing I wanted to do when I got home was run a bath. Yeah. Get in the bath with my book and just kind of cut myself off from the rest of the world and read. I like reading in the bath as well. I think that's like the most comforting thing because you have time to just kind of like... Yeah, it's hot. Immerse. It's nice and warm. You can immerse yourself in the book and the bath. No, exactly. Good choices there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I also, as we know, I like to read in bed. Like, like to read in bed. I always then come into your room to find you curled up in all sorts of strange positions reading on your bed. Yeah, I don't often get under the covers. Like, if I go to bed, I'm under the covers, but I'm just sometimes on my bed just reading. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always under the covers. Like, I'm it always... depends how cold it gets. Just, yeah. yeah. I quite like reading on the train as well. That's a bit weird, I think, but I like reading on the train. See, I always thought that I liked reading on a train. And on reflection... Yeah, you don't. I don't. <laughs> On reflection, I just listen to music and look oh, out the depends, window. Though, I like to and do since the advent of the podcast, yeah. what I like to do is listen to podcasts on the train. Yeah. Because mm. I can concentrate, but also I can watch the scenery. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So it's a good compromise. I do half and half. It depends how good my book is. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. Or if I want to finish it. To be fair, stuff like the Eurostar, where it's a tunnel, yeah. is more conducive to reading. Yeah, exactly. Also, planes are better for reading, I think. I often accidentally fall asleep on them, though. I have never been on a flight with you where you have not slept. So. There must be. No, there was one. I went to Dublin, I was awake and you weren't. Oh, yeah. One in about. I just assumed she was asleep, but I was <laughs> One asleep. in about ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in that one trip. <laughs> that one trip, which was it wasn't even an hour long flight and I stayed no. awake. No. And I slept, which yeah. I never do. I clearly looked out the window. I remember this. Yeah. I was awake. <laughs> but no. no, reading, like. I'm also quite ambivalent. I don't find it as comforting to read on a Kindle as to read no, on an actual book. I hadn't noticed until I Which is very Luddite of me. But. <laughs> I hadn't realised until I um, started reading on Kindle how much I flip back. 
Mm. Like I flip back quite a lot, particularly in a comp- if it's quite a complicated book. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, not even complicated, but you can't quite remember who like Francesca is. Well, I often flip forward as well to find when the end yeah, of the chapter is going to be, yeah. so I can know when to read up to. Also, as we established in the other episode, <laughs> I like to stop on pages that either end or begin with a five and a zero. Can't do that on a Kindle. No. Also, I can't gauge how big a book is because it's all done in percentages. Yes. It's quite stressful. Yeah. Like, Better to go by 5 or 0%. I mean, they're good. Yeah, they're for so, a holiday, for they're really good. Travel, they're really great. And you can get so many free classics as well. Which is also great. Yeah, it's quite a lot of free books, actually. But nothing's going to ever beat yeah, a book. Yeah, exactly. I think. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And I often find that if I read it in ebook format and I liked it, I would want it in physical format. Yeah, that's really true, actually. Yeah, and nothing worse than... Because I want it on my shelf. I didn't, yeah, exactly. If you like it. There's another thing. So I'm yeah. massively expanding the, the theme of comfort reading. But books are just a comforting presence. Yeah. Like, a nice bookshelf full of books is comforting. Yeah, if I came into my room and I was just there, like, stroking my books, being like, I don't know which one I want to read. I want to read them all. If ever we go into town, it's impossible to walk past... Water- I have to go to Waterstones. All routes go via Waterstones. Because yeah. I want to look at the beautiful books. They have, though. I mean, they're in a very tempting position now, aren't they? They're on the left as you walk in. Yeah, I am quite good. I don't, like, spend, you know, I am aware that it's annoying. So I just hover in beautiful books. And yeah, it just kind of strokes their spines. And I say, and I reflect. Yeah. I've got £16 to spend on Waterstones and a Waterstones card, and I really don't know which book I want. It's very difficult. I think it might be 100 Years of Solitude. And I've got a really nice, like, hardback version, which is, like, orange. I think I might get that, but, you know. I mean, there's... It is a it is a question for a modern age. Anna spends quite a lot of time comparing the various editions of the books that she buys. Yes. To um, decide which edition she would like to buy. Yes, I have been known to get a cheap secondhand hardback version because I don't like the paperback version. Yeah. So like, I really do not like shiny book covers. Like word cannot express. I do not like a shiny no, no shine. And so when we moved into the house this year, neither of our rooms had bookshelves. <laughs> And so immediately it was off to Ikea. Yeah, indeed. And we ended up with the same bookshelf. Yeah, Simon told me I built so. <laughs> and But I just couldn't cope with the idea of having my room with my books in it. Well, it was also annoying because, well, we are students. We do have, like, we, and we, you know, we language to have a lot of books to read anyway. Yeah. I don't quite understand what the letting editing was thinking. Like, we can't just leave them on the floor because... No, yeah, everyone has, needs a bookshelf. Or even just a shelf. Yeah. There were, yeah, exactly. There were, it was very minimal. And she was actually a step too far. It was too minimal for my liking. Yeah. And if it's too minimal for Anna, you know. It's too minimal. It's minimal. Yeah, exactly. Very minimal. Yeah. Having said that, some of the Danish houses on the bridge... Yeah, they do rival me. ...are, are a bit too minimal. Even, yeah, even for, for me. Even, even for, for me. It's quite impressive. Yeah. So, that, so in conclusion... Yes. I like to read... So I do comfort read something lighter, and I'd like to do it... To be extra comforting... No, with a cup of tea, under a blanket, with a lot of time. Yeah. No, I do not like, I'll have half an hour, then we'll go, no. Lots of time. Lots of time. For me, preferably music. Like, I like, I like a nice album playing in the background. And, yeah, in bed, preferably with a hot water bottle. Yeah, hot water bottle, yeah, good Cup of tea. Ooh, yeah. I and think then, I might do that now, actually. Yeah, I think that's the plan <laughs> for the season. Yeah, so... Thank you for your attention. Thank you for listening. Oh, Hopefully attention. That sounded very... That was my inner teacher coming out there. Yeah, of course. And, um... <laughs> Thank we, you for listening. We hope you have a lovely Christmas. And we'll be back before the year is out with our 
best of 2015. Yes, yeah, which I need to mull. We need to mellow. Yeah, mellow I need mold. to reflect. Reflect. Yeah, so we're so, al- we're yeah. alone in our student house this week, so we'll have we'll have some, a few days to yeah. to reflect on books when we're not busy reading other books that we have to read. Oh, it's a hard life. Yeah. So, hope you enjoy the Christmas season and yeah. eat lots of mince pies and happy drink lots holidays. of mulled wine. That's the, that's the all-encompassing term, oh, yes. isn't happy it? Holiday. Happy holidays. And yeah, we're going to go read now. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.